myself into standing the lengths I'll go to convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help. Fuck. All right, put down your pens, put down your pencil, step away from the keyboards, and settle in for this week's bout of writer's block. Uh, today's, uh, guest that I have on is, uh, Ellie May. Ellie, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really liked that song. I'd never heard it before, but it was great. That, um, funny. Okay. So one of our regular listeners is a guy named Brian Wolf and I was in Alaska over the summer for a couple of months and he sends me this video on YouTube and he was like, dude, check out this song. And it was by this band called the Narcissist's Cookbook. Which, as a self-proclaimed narcissist, um, I was like, well, I got to check this guy out. And I love the song. It was called Courtney. It's about Courtney Love. And it was amazing. Yeah. Um, And so I started looking up everything that uh, this guy did. And then I started following him on Facebook. And I sent him a message. I was like, dude, I really like your work. Now we're friends on Facebook. We talk all the time. Um, He... uh, he sends me his music. He's like, yeah, this is a new one I'm working on. Let me know what you think. And I'm like, cool, thanks. He's over in England. I've never even met the guy. Great guy. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, big fan Big fan of the Narcissist Cookbook here at uh, the Writer's Block. Um, oh, first and foremost, I need to thank, after I introduce you, of course, apparently today, uh, is uh, Low Tide Cava Bar or Grassroots. I don't know. I just grabbed this one out of my fridge. Not 100% sure where the cava is coming from today. So Low Tide Cava Bar and Grassroots Cava House. Thank you. Uh, I'm not really sure, but Bulovanaka. Also, thank you to Muddy Waters Media for allowing me to do this show, and thank you to Don and Sally Wright for giving birth to me, because that's a gift to the world. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's a gift to the world. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I love it. <laughs> um, so uh, tell our viewers slash listeners a little bit about yourself. So I'm Ellie May. That's my real name. Well, my first name is uh, Alyssa, but I go by Ellie forever. Um, and um, I've been in politics for about six years. Uh, I've made videos for a long time. Once I started seeing the light, I just had to talk about it. Uh, I've been surrounded by people my age who might not think the same way. Um, so I try to discuss it in a way that might draw them in a little bit and see things differently. Um, I've worked for Dinesh D'Souza a little bit. Um, I've worked for various conservative sites. I do a lot of my own stuff. My Instagram is actually getting very big. I didn't think that was even worth going into, but apparently it is. It's amazing. Um, So yeah, I just like to talk about politics and uh, normally I'm very nice about it, but (laughs) not always. (laughs) I have found that uh, recently it's getting, I, it has been easier and easier for me to be really nice about politics recently. I can have yeah. the most civil conversations with some people, even if we disagree, but other people yeah. like immediately, as soon as it starts getting to a point of um, anger, like I'm just mm-hmm. out. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to I'm- I'm out or I just think it's funny and I I have a problem of not taking things probably seriously enough because I find when you do life gets really hard and it sucks and you're miserable. So I have comedic relief in everything. (laughs) And um, I think that also 
while it might be a, a self-medication for myself, it also makes certain people angrier as we speak because people don't necessarily find things funny. They think I'm mocking them when in fact I'm not. I just find the topic to be stupid and whatever. So, right. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I was talking with a couple of people at this kava bar the other night and um i i am one of those many 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 libertarians that think all drugs should be legal and i said that out loud at a bar full of former addicts and or oh re recovering addicts i guess would be a better way to put that because none of us are former addicts we're all just in recovery and uh she the this girl was like how can you say that and i was like well because by using the words, I really think all drugs should be legal. It's just a sentence. And then she started uh, questioning it. And we had a really civil conversation about it. And uh, I was talking with her uh, boyfriend, I think it was the next day, the next day or the day after. And he was like, she was really surprised how calm you stayed during that entire conversation. You didn't get mad. I was like, why, why would I get mad? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know. It's as simple as that. And when you're well researched in areas, it's easy to stay calm because you're not running on pure emotion. Of course, emotions are involved, but it's not, you're just looking at things how they are. And this is what I think because of A, B, and C. And it, it makes it a lot easier to stay calm. Right. So. Yes. So, big news of the day the uh, cloture, the cloture, the cloture, cloture. Why can I not cloture, say cloture? Yeah. Okay. I am saying that right. I was like, I think. I, I we'll think go with yeah. that. It's fine. Yeah. The uh, cloture vote happened today and it not surprising to me passed. Mm -hmm. um, I was a little shocked uh, at mansion from uh, West Virginia switching over, but also I know he's in a tight race. So I think he kind of is stuck in a spot where he has to. Um, what are your thoughts on this entire, well, from, from beginning to end on the Kavanaugh thing? What are your thoughts? We've been covering oh, it in just I, such I detail. I about this for like three hours. I know. Um, no, so excited. Um, for starters, yeah, I'm not surprised either. I was getting a little nervous because of, you know, the few who are switching and all of these things. Uh, I was kind of surprised that Flake voted yes. Um, I watched, what was her name, Susan Collins, give her long speech after voting yes, that she's going to stick with the yes vote tomorrow. Um, she's actually uh, for abortion. She's a Republican, but um, she's for abortion. So people were kind of thinking she might say no. Right. Um, and yeah, mansion switching, that was... Uh, I mean, I'm happy about that, obviously. Um, and mostly, I think I'm happy out of principle because I watched these hearings and uh, I completely, and this is hard for me to say, you know, as a woman, but I believe Kavanaugh. <laughs> um, and I, I made a video about it. I got very, very angry because I watched the hearings from start to finish and um, I just saw right through all of it. I mean, from my perspective, in my opinion, it was a complete and total smear campaign against him. And the only reason I think that is because of the past behavior of Democrats and how they have been and the mud they just throw, the constant mud they just throw just to try to get something to stick. They'll lie. They'll do anything. And, you know, both sides obviously have their issues. Um, but I, to me, I, I saw this as a complete just setup. And um, after listening, and I, I, I saw people on Facebook 
who surprised me in, in how they were addressing this. So I got very angry and I do not get angry often. It never happens. Like I said, it's all comedic relief to me. But I wrote up this quick thing um, about being disgusted and I essentially read it on a, a video and it picked up a huge reach, um, which was very scary because I'm like, oh great, now I'm gonna open the door to the left just attacking me. This is gonna be scary. But what I heard instead, because uh, on the video I said, you know, I've been a victim myself. And with that in mind, I went into this, you know, wanting to believe her, all of these things. What I got in response to that video were hundreds of women talking about them being uh, victims as well and believing Kavanaugh after watching the hearings. And so the left tries to keep uh, sexual assault victims um, on their side and try to claim like they try to claim all women, they try to claim all A, B, and C person, and they try to claim all sexual assault victims. But I was pushing back against that with all of these responses putting that into cyberspace saying, no, this is not always the case. These women are standing with Kavanaugh. Um, and it was just crazy to see what unfolded. And you know, no matter who the pick was gonna be, whether it was Kavanaugh or uh, whatever else guys were on Trump's list, there was one woman, but the men on the list, I believe that Democrats somehow got women to write letters about all of those about men every in one of them. I could huh? see, I could see that I could I could see that being true like I don't yeah. I don't like that That's how I felt that because of how this was handled. Uh and I was like I just I mean not saying that they did. And I'm sure there's there's uh worth to uh some of these claims and everything, but I was just like this is insane. And yeah, so I'm I believe him. And that's, that's that. Well, you know, I, I personally, so I, you know, I, I took off of work that day cause I wanted to watch that and I uh -huh. wanted to watch all of that. Um, and so I was watching her and I, when I was watching her, there were a few times that I was like, okay, mm -hmm. maybe she's not lying. Mm -hmm. Except the only problem that I had with her was she couldn't re like, she couldn't remember when she couldn't remember where. Uh, she couldn't remember who exactly was at the party. She thought she knew the people, but then she thought, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong since nobody's backing up this story. And then she, um, they, but when she at, when she was asked about, has the polygraph been paid for? And she said, I don't know. Like, I'm like, okay, you have to know something other than it's him. Yeah. You have to know some, anything else, anything, anything else. And then when he came on and he did his speech, which, has been divided basically down party lines uh, from what it appears to me. Uh, yeah. People are either, yeah, he definitely, you know, oh yeah, look at, look at how he acted. I'm like, he was accused of gang rape. Like, of course yeah. you're going to act like that. I would. I, yeah, that is insane. And to suggest that his demeanor was off, I, it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate that it's it's down party lines. Um, I definitely think this this uh, Dr. Ford has been through something. I don't know. Um, I, and I, I don't even necessarily think that. I just think she's not stable. I hate to say that. But, um, you know, my, my sympathies for her because clearly she's just not right in the head. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. I'm so sorry to say, but like. No, no matter what. Like, I do think something did happen to her, and I hate that 
she has to go through what she's going through. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, are we? Yeah, are we going to let a man you, be completely taken down because of whatever? It's just right. You can't take a guy down just based on an allegation. And the Democrats, the Democrats know this is true. They're just refusing it in this instance and with many other instances. But like they know it to be true because Keith Ellison. I know. Keith Ellison, uh, the uh, the lawyer that was hired, uh, said, "No, we can't take this any further because it's only an accusation and there's no actual proof." Wow. And an accusation right. does not mean guilt. To right. which it was like, well, come on, guys. You're Yeah. You're you're both sides. Playing here. both sides. You're yep. playing both sides here. Like, yeah. granted, the woman wasn't putting forth the video she claimed she had and everything else, but yeah. at the same time it's like you, Yeah, it Do it you is believe victims or do you not believe victims? It's one or the other. I mean, and it's such a it's such a repeated statement, but you can go back to Juanita Broderick and Bill Clinton and all of those things. And you will find probably 5% of leftists or Democrats who do believe all women, but the rest of the 95% um, pick and choose. And I've always said, I'm just really glad that I haven't been sexually assaulted by a Democrat in power because that would go nowhere and he wouldn't be taken down or anything. And that's really disturbing. And they claim they're the the party for women, and it's it's so disgusting. I mean, seriously. I'm I'm suddenly very worried to have you read that script I sent you. Um. Oh, <laughs> oh, I I can't wait. No, I'm very interested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm suddenly very terrified to have you read that. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, I also in my free time, which there's not much of, I'll get idiotic ideas and I turn them into short movies. And I sent one to uh, Spike, my partner here at the Muddied Waters, and he thought it was hilarious and it's supposed to be a horror movie. <laughs> so I sent it to Ellie and I was like, "Hey, will you tell me if this is funny? Because I don't think it's supposed to be." And um, it it is it's a very politically charged horror movie is all I'm going to say. I seriously can't wait. And if, if Spike thinks it's funny, then I'm sure I'll think it's either funny too, or I'll just appreciate the work in general. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tomorrow we have the vote and I honestly, I think it's going to be 51 49, just like it was today. Mm-hmm. I think we are, we may have to wait until Sunday to know mm-hmm. because of uh, Senator Baines. What's that? The wedding, right? The wedding guy. Yeah, the wedding guy. I can't remember his name right now. Look it up. Um, He's going to his daughter's wedding, which is tomorrow. And then he's, uh, so they were like, uh, what about him? And it's like, well, he can vote Sunday. That'll be fine. Yeah, that's so weird to me, but whatever. Um, I think Senator Danes. 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 Because I kept typing in Daniels accidentally earlier when I was trying to research him. yeah, Senator Senator Danes. Uh, so yeah, he he's supposed to be at a wedding, and mm-hmm. but if it ends in a fifty fifty tie, Mike Pence is the deciding vote, right? Which I there's just, so many historic things going on; it's just incredible. Um, and yeah, I, I don't. Did you catch any of Susan Collins' speech? I did not. No, I was I was out uh, working all day today. Oh my gosh! So it was like over a half an hour long. 
And she covered every inch of absolutely everything so that, you know, she could basically uh, refer back to the thoroughness of her choosing yes. Um, and, you know, she's getting yelled at, shame, 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 or right. whatever, all these crazy protesters. Um, and, uh, yeah, so also she, she pointed out the person who leaked this uh, letter or whatever to the press, which I think obviously came from Diane Feinstein's office. A hundred percent that came from the, the, the political theater that she pulled during those hearings of, oh. did you, did you leak that letter? Did you leak? The, no, they said no. Like, yeah. That's oh. not how that works. Oh my gosh. And, and her uh, having the Alaska Senator against the wall, like with her arm up, like she's threatening her. I don't oh, know yeah. if you saw that. Picture. I saw that. I mean, she's just a ghoul, honestly. Um, but so Susan Collins ripped the leaker and it was so amazing to hear. She was going all in and just, you know, really holding whoever leaked it accountable, which we kind of know who that is. But. Right. Yeah. We, <laughs> I'm pretty certain everybody knows who it is. It's just. I, mean, I got into an argument with someone on the left who was like, you don't have proof that she leaked it. And I'm like, you realize we're talking about something. You're accusing Kavanaugh of something that you don't have proof of right now. And you're telling me I don't have proof. Like, do you see how ridiculous this is? Like, it's just this circle of insanity. It, the, he said, she said everything. The, Ugh, nothing about this entire situation makes any sense. It's insane. <laughs> like, he should probably already be in office. Yeah. Odds are like, and personally, if you would have asked me three weeks ago, I would not have been rooting for him. Like I'm still not technically rooting for him. Yeah. I don't like him all that much. I don't like his stances against the fourth amendment. I think he's awful on that. I think he's awful on civil liberties, but he, what they have done to try to like, if, if the Democrats would have sat there and faced it and been like, you know, he helped, uh, he co-authored the Patriot Act. You know, he believes in uh, illegal search yes. and seizure. If they would have gone that route, yes. they may have possibly won, but they yes. didn't. They were like, oh, well, no, we have this completely unsubstantiated claim from this woman that this man sexually assaulted her 36 years ago when most of our base wasn't alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So let's go with that instead. Instead of being like, hey, yeah, they this guy likes to spy on you privately and he's the reason right. one of the reasons that you have to put a piece of tape over your over your uh webcams at yes. night. Like No no. That's let's let's ignore that and let's talk about this unsubstantiated claim that we've got from thirty six years ago when Reagan was in his first term. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. Right. Like half the Democrats' base is going to be probably under 36. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Crazy. Um, so yeah, we've got the vote tomorrow and the vote will probably, tomorrow I think it's going to be 50 to 49. So I, do they need him to, I, I honestly don't know the answer to this question. Do they need him to vote in order to have it go, do they need 51 or would 50 to 49 pass him and then... Well, if it was if it was a tie, then Pence would just break it. So I don't know. Um, but if it's I don't 50, know the answer either. Yeah. I mean, if it's fifty, is he, is he a Democrat or a Republican? I think he's a Republican. Okay, so if it's fifty to forty nine, and he's going to vote, like, yeah, yeah. So I guess they really don't need him to vote. 
but yeah, like, I can't wait till this just I can't either moves on and you know we can get back to the normal stuff of defending ourselves from being bigots. I can't wait to get back to that. One of my um, one of my really good friends is in we both grew up in the DC area and she's back visiting and she's got, she's took uh, one of her friends out there and they're going sightseeing in DC tomorrow. And she said, how bad is it going to get? And I said, oh, that's, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I think I would. Cause that'd be so fun. Right. Yeah. You and me, that's what I said. I said, yeah. no, personally I would, I would go, but you maybe, maybe don't. You're also, you're also Russian. Oh my god! <laughs> so, possibly not the greatest option for you is to go and uh, check yeah. that out. But knock yourself out. Have fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm really, I'm actually really excited. What's going to happen over the next mm-hmm. week? Anyway, and then when he gets in, obviously, uh, abortion's going to be banned, and women aren't going to have any rights left, and they're not going to be able to vote or drive or do anything i don't know i'm a horrible driver anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm actually not but i like to use the stereotype because it's funny um i have a sense of humor unlike our leftist friends right (laughs) but Uh, yeah i i'm yeah again i'm excited um last night i went to see dinesh d'souza speak actually he was in town um and he was uh talking all about trump and um how the left does A, B, and C. He was going back in history about slavery and all of these very controversial things. And in my head, I thought, gosh, I wonder how the staff of these speeches feel. Um, And not long after that, the fire alarm went off and we had to evacuate. And I'm not saying anyone pulled it, but it was very interesting. But the timing is suspect at the very least. Very suspect. And so we all had to evacuate. It got kind of scary because we weren't exactly sure what was going on. Dinesh tried to continue his speech, but then we um, walked out. He eventually finished his speech, so we we went back in and everything. So, um, but yeah, I thought that was very interesting. <laughs> He's talking about how finally Trump is the person who will kick back uh, people in the shins because the left has been doing that to us for so long, and finally Trump is the person who will will stand up to to them. And suddenly, <laughs> oh my gosh! Good gracious, that was funny. My um, my very first week here in Florida I was doing sightseeing and I'm in the mm-hmm. Pinellas County area and uh I was at Fort De- yeah Fort DeSoto um I was down at Fort DeSoto and I was just kind of checking out the area and I look out and there's these three huge pirate ships out in the ocean and I was like what is what's going on like you got no clue and so I go over and I'm checking it out and they're filming a movie and uh, wow. years later, well, probably a year later, I found out that it was a Dinesh D'Souza movie. How interesting. Yeah. I found that out when I was, like, it was, I was like, oh, I don't remember which one it is, but. Uh, That's so cool. Apparently yeah, they were doing the, the Nina, the Penta, and the Santa Marina. They were doing <laughs> the landing of Columbus. And I was like, oh, oh okay. That, that is cool. Yeah. I was like, that Yeah, made, I thought you were going to say Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Or something. <laughs> no. Was... I was like, interesting. <laughs> but that's very cool. Yeah, I was like, uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's cool. I kind of like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um very cool. 
So does he have any new movies coming out? Is he working on anything? Because if so not, I've got a great short. One, I've got a great short um, film for him. He not. released one in uh, over the summer. Okay. And it was uh, talking, uh, giving historical context to fascism, and uh, how it is actually on the left. And he um, kind of goes in about uh, you know just the violent tactics of Antifa and the parallels with history. Um, he talks about Lincoln, and he mentioned this in his speech last night. So on the cover of the movie, it's like Trump's face and Lincoln's face kind of morphed together. Right. And he's like, everyone is saying, Dinesh, why would you do that? Uh, you know, he's in nowhere the same league as Lincoln. And Dinesh was like, you know, I bet Trump thinks the same thing. Lincoln's nowhere in the same <laughs> league as me. <laughs> And I mean, I, I think it was just kind of a pr provocative uh, cover, but with the context of the movie, it does make sense. Um, just sort of this uh, divisive climate that we're in and what Lincoln was uh, sort of dealing with, obviously the civil war, he kind of draws parallels to that, but it's not even, it's not even saying that they're in the same boat. It's just uh, very interesting to see a nation so divided and, and what kind of leader it takes to either make that worse or make it better. And so, yeah, he has one of my favorite quotes of all time where he said, MLK, what is it? MLK was targeted by, oh God, uh, CIA guy. Leonardo, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio played him in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. J. Edgar Hoover uh, was uh, targeted by J. Edgar Hoover, a really seedy character. And I've been targeted by... <laughs> Barack H. Obama, a really, a, oh. a really seedy character, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> he, yeah, I it's a similar thing with the the morphing of the face. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you're MLK." What are you saying here? <laughs> you I just, think that's funny. Yeah, yeah, he he likes to uh, provoke certain reactions and I, I think it's it's funny yeah and I think we're understanding that in a way we have to sort of take on some of the left's tactics um you know I, it's so funny you hear people say everything has to just be fact you know the left goes purely on emotion so then the right or you know people on the right they decide to be void of emotion and that is so problematic because we are emotional beings. That's true. And and when we just go, you know, straight and I'm totally about numbers and stats and facts and all of those things, but to to have an absence of emotion, you're not gonna win over people. We're gonna sound like robots and people are gonna be like, I don't wanna deal with this. Like why would I so I was thinking about that today and um thinking like Ben Shapiro and people like that who are facts don't care about your feelings. Yes, that's true. That's true, but my feelings do. But yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, Ben, yeah. ben Shapiro. Uh, I have like a, <laughs> I have a love hate with that guy. Like, Same. I have a love hate with him. He does some things, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, because like I, I enjoy watching the tiny little Jewish guy speak yeah. at speeds that are almost incomprehensible to me. Like, and just so eloquently at the same time, it's just da -da 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 -da. it's like, whoa, Ben. Yeah. Take a Valium. But then he's yeah. like, hey, let's go blow everybody up. And I'm like, well, let's throttle that back. <laughs> let's throttle that back. Um, 
So you are in right now. You you said you were in. I totally forgot where you said you were in. Are you in Montana? Not Montana. I don't know if you can hear me. Oh, I can hear you. Okay, sorry, it cut out. I was like, what do I do? I didn't hear the last ten seconds. I'm oh, sorry. okay. Uh, so, are there any interesting political races going on where you are right now? Political voices. Races oh, for races, for the midterms. Sorry. I'm in Oklahoma. It's a Oklahoma. red state. There is nothing interesting here. That's good. Okay. <laughs> but I, there, I mean, I knew you were in is. the Midwest somewhere. This. Sorry, what? I knew you were in the Midwest somewhere. I just couldn't remember where in the Midwest. Yeah. I mean, if you like cared about details, obviously there are interesting things, but nothing viewers would care about. Um, there is <laughs> something, just being honest, uh, there is something going on. So we have a state fair and uh, I am volunteering at the booth on tomorrow, actually. So controversy has stirred because uh, we are putting up this sort of wall. And it involves a donation process. If you want to donate to the local GOP to fund um, elections, you can buy a brick, which is just a glittery rectangle that goes on this big poster board that is a wall. And you can spend $5 or $10 or $75, whatever, to write on the brick and put it on the wall and also be funding GOP races here in Oklahoma. Well, Obviously, that didn't go over well. It got uh, taken down for a while, and there is massive opposition to this cardboard wall um, that is literally dividing the community. (laughs) What are you talking about? For anybody that Um, just listens on SoundCloud, when she did literally, she used finger quotes. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) It's insane. So... uh, I've never been a huge person who's like, oh my gosh, build the wall. Never been that way. But so anyway, the point is, is it's hilarious. And uh, they put the wall back up and I get to volunteer tomorrow. And I have a few notes in case some people come up to me because I'm just going to start quoting Barack Obama and his stances on border security because I don't want to have confrontation. I just want people to calm down and be nice and, you know, not get mad at me for this cardboard wall that I have nothing to do (laughs) with. I'm just here working. Like, yeah. Please. Lower taxes. Do you want a flyer? So um, that's going to be really interesting. My friend is also volunteering. So we have made a pact that if anyone uh, confronts us, we will film. So if I get any juicy drama in the GOP booth, I will send some film over to you. Because I'm sure it'll be very interesting. Yes, it will. Uh, I'm very excited for all yeah. of this. Um yeah, so here in Florida, we've got the possibly the most exciting governor's race going on ever. Uh, it's basically Trump versus Bernie, uh, if Bernie was a black guy and Trump was, I think DeSantis is Hispanic. Um, but Trump Trump has endorsed DeSantis, Bernie's endorsed Gillum, and the polls are at 45-44 for Gillum. Wow. Yeah, which I find funny because Rick Scott is polling above... Um, Nelson again above Bill Nelson. And I'm like, so who's voting for Scott and Gillum? That makes zero sense to me whatsoever. Because usually if you're going to vote for Gillum, you're going to, you hate Scott. So whatever. Yeah. But the, the media has been pushing this entire election as though it is what would have happened in 2016. Oh had, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Give me a break. I can't with that election. Just get over it. Honestly, I can't. <laughs> I, I, I agree totally. I'm completely over it. 
the 2016 election is over and done, but they just keep trying to resurrect it because... It's like they Whatever. don't go through the five stages of grief. Like <laughs> there is an acceptance stage that they need to get to. I think they got stuck. What I think anger is the third one. And it's the perpetual state. Right. And they just were like, no, this is, we've gone through all of the stages. We're just going to stick here now. <laughs> we're just at anger. Because if you get so, over the exactly. anger and the hatred, that is when you lose. You never want to accept it. It's like, no, you kind of have to accept it eventually. Yeah. Speaking of anger and Florida, um, David <laughs> Hogg. Oh, yeah. Um, Man, I haven't heard from the most punchable face in the world in a while. And speak, yeah, and speaking of Ben Shapiro. So um, his little friend, Cameron Kasky, I don't know if you've heard of him. He basically co-founded uh, one of an advocacy group. March for Life. Cute, well, it, yeah, not he didn't co-found that one. But any, anyway, he's instrumental in March for Our Lives. Um, but this kid, he went on Bill Maher and was like, we're the experts. How dare you question us? Da, 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 da. Anyway, he was very vocal, anti-gun. He has changed his mind a little bit, actually. Yeah, he's beginning and to flip. It's crazy. So he went to Texas and some Texans talked to him Um and he now realizes, this is profound, that uh, just because someone disagrees doesn't mean they think uh, that they, doesn't mean that the world that they want to live in is going to go down in the crapper. He's like, oh, wow, people who disagree with me aren't just evil. They might, you know, just have different views, a different approach to society. I'm like, hello, obviously. <laughs> um, so he went on Ben Shapiro's show, actually. And uh, says that he's actually going to get a concealed carry permit when he gets older. And if you hurt his family, he's going to hurt you. And this kid thought that owning a gun made you, like, inherently bad. And now he's kind of seen the light. He's still a liberal. But the fact that his mind could change to see that not everyone on the right is evil is remarkable. So thank you, whoever's in Texas. And yeah, God bless Texas. Mind. For, huh? for whoever that is in Texas, I will not wear my shirts making fun of Texas for at least one <laughs> week. And, I mean, that also goes a lot to speak to um, how we probably should not be looking to teenagers for federal guidelines on our laws. I feel as though we were really reaching on that because we were just like, well... The kids say we should get rid of the guns, so we should probably listen to the kids. And it's like, should we? Yeah. I don't I don't think that's a great idea. Like, when I was, if my parents did that when I was 16, I never would have gone to school, and I would have probably started doing drugs a lot earlier than I did. <laughs> Same. Yeah. No, exactly. And he said, it was so hard for me as a 17-year-old who thought he knew everything to grasp that I didn't actually know everything. And I'm like, this is amazing. So I want to know if he came up with that line or somebody wrote it for him because that is. He's very articulate, so I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, yeah, it's it's super cool, and I I think it's progress in the right direction. It is progress in the right direction. No, that's that's absolutely wonderful. Actually, Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I had seen that he had been. I had seen the stuff online about it, but I hadn't like looked into it because the work schedule that I've been pulling for the last two weeks because of campaigns and stuff like that has just been insane. And I'm like, Oh, I need, like, I've got so many things saved and I'm like, I don't have time for that because instead I want to write really weird screenplays and send them to people that I've never actually talked to. 
Um, <laughs> Who would that be? No. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, go ahead. Sorry. No. Um, so, what I was going to say is uh, this, uh, this upcoming election, Spike and I are going to be doing a live broadcast uh, through the entire thing, I believe. Uh, and if we would love for you to call in and, uh, oh, yeah, for sure. excellent. Um, also we're going to be test running that on our 100th episode on Tuesday. So hopefully. Wow. That... Good job guys. I know. That's right? amazing. I know. Very excited about that one. So, uh, if you could also call in then that'd be awesome. Just, yeah, <laughs> just say hi. Um, I know that I said that I would try to get you out of here before seven and I also have somewhere to be at seven fifteen. So. Yeah. Um, but is there anything else that you wanted to pitch, talk about? Like, we can cover it in the next 10 minutes. We got it. Um, no, but uh, I do really quick want to ask your thoughts on Kanye West in, like, a minute answer. Okay. Kanye. Yeah. Okay, I've never really liked Kanye West as a person, and that still hasn't changed. I <laughs> can honestly say that I cannot name one Kanye West song, nor do I know if his music is any good. So, that being said, I appreciate the honesty and the fact that he is willing to literally risk it all, unlike Kaepernick, uh, to say and do what he believes in at right now. I mean, I always knew the guy was ballsy when he went on live TV after Katrina and said George Bush doesn't care about black people. And I was like, man, that guy is ballsy. I don't like him, and I still don't like him. But I respect the fact that he's always been 100% honest, even if I haven't disagreed, even if I've rarely agreed with him. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's very cool. Um, Sorry, my cat is using my door as a scratching post right now. Sorry if you can hear that, but... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I've always loved Kanye West, so I just was wondering. Um, well, there was a time when I didn't like him because he got into some weird dark stuff. But um, yeah, no, I is that like I, the Beyonce doing Satan worshiping yeah. black black magic on her drummers or whatever that was? I mean, like I totally believe that. So. <laughs> um, yeah. No. So I'm. I I think it's really cool. He's he's not the most articulate. But he's getting there, and I think it's awesome that he is branching out in his uh, way of thinking. And that's very scary for his position. So he's getting mocked everywhere, but who cares? He's yeah. got them. You know, and, I've, and I respect him for at least risking everything. Because that's what he's – literally, that's what he's doing. He is, he is risking everything just to try to make a difference that he yeah. thinks needs to be made. Yeah. And again, I respect it. So good on you, Kanye. Well, thank you so much for coming on. As always, you are always welcome on my show because um, you're fun to talk to. And every time you laugh, it makes my all of my sound meters go all the way to red. And that's just hilarious to me because I have those things way. (laughs) I have those things way up. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) My face is red like the sound meter. No. That's true, actually. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much, though. It's it's been fun, and we'll for sure do it again. Excellent. Um, yeah, hang out for uh, just a minute, and I'm gonna do the outro. And uh, if you if you're still on after the outro, cool. Uh, everybody else, uh, tune in Tuesday for episode seventy six of the 
Muddied Waters. Man, I've got too many shows going right now. Uh, episode seventy six of the Muddied Waters of Freedom, which is the one hundredth episode that we are we have put out. Um, very excited about this episode, and we will be doing live call-ins. God, I hope that works since I'm promising it, and uh, I will be putting that number out in just a little bit. Uh, also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Muddied Waters of Freedom on Instagram at Muddied Waters of Freedom on Twitter at Muddied underscore Waters. If you go to YouTube, uh, search MW Media Muddied Waters Media, and you can get the backlog of every video we have ever put out, including the often forgotten Mason Jefferson video of the puppet that used to be our chief correspondent. And uh, you can find all of these anyway at muddiedwatersoffreedom.com. So uh, get back to writing, get back to doing whatever it was you were doing before, because this is how we make a difference. I am swinging from a seven-story window, throwing parties in a ten-by-seven cell. It's astounding the lengths I'll go to convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help. Yeah, I am waving while I drown. Don't bother swimming out to save me. I will only drag you down. I'll try to use your body as a life raft. Cause if there's room enough for one, there must be room enough for two. I'll sail the good ship you into the sunset. Sipping on savory water till my liver turns blue.